Welcome to With Wael, The Ultimate Show. Okay, so welcome to this session. Today we will uh, focus on how to enhance or uh, put together a long 20 minutes presentation, which is suitable for a webinar or suitable for an introduction night or a seminar. So just to review a few of the principles we talked about it in the last course. Uh, any presentation uh, you do, so webinar and seminar, to tune it up, you have to focus on the exact steps and the template. What are you saying? The principle here is we're going to try to engage. So I want to engage the audience with me. And uh, in our last workshop, the, the audience was engaged from 9 to 11 without even remember to drink water, which I'm not good, I'm not sure is good or bad. And then from 11.15 to close to 1 o'clock, and when somebody said, oh, I'm hungry, everybody start to talk, which means if the mention of hungry or any interruptions, these people may be, may be able to go for two to three hours easily, if you have the right sequence. And the right sequence, it doesn't have to do with the rich of the material. It doesn't have to do with what you do, what you say. It has to do with how you engage their logic, their hearts, their feelings into what you do, what you present. So to start an intro night, and I'll try to explain the difference between uh, seminar life and how you map it to a webinar, because we are entitled to webinar. Recently, also, I start to get engaged into online summits. So I can sell on an online summit. So selling to online summit is interesting because it's like a webinar, but the audience will come through the summit audience, which means you don't need to get the audience yourself. Online summits usually 15 to 20 minutes presentations only. So you have 15 minutes to present and do your sales and stuff. So whatever I explain as a template, you should be able to stretch it or not. Okay. So as I mentioned before, um, when we start in a seminar, we should start with the hook. And the hook will give you the wow factor. So the hook, the, the easiest hook to find is a weird statistics. A statistics which is 97, 94, 98% doing something. Where can I find these statistics? Statistics, Statistics Canada, uh, the, the Board of Census in the US, just look for statistics on what kind of pain. We usually, when we start the seminar, we don't start with our title. So if you have the seminar or the webinar, you should have a personal credibility hook, which basically a photo of you with some credibility stuff like books or um, or seen on media, or some summary about why you are a wow service for them. This is what should be on the front, or what's recommended on the front, okay? Then you have the hook. After the hook, you need to look for info nuggets. You can inject, before the info nuggets, you can inject here, uh, housekeeping. You are now listening to With Wael, The Ultimate Show. 
So the housekeeping are the difference between webinar and seminar because they are different. Housekeeping, uh, we lot we hear lots of others who say, oh, you know what? I will be introduced by someone, which we recommend. And the one who comes to the stage, he can give the housekeeping. I would recommend no. The person who provide housekeeping, which includes safety, so people will they panic, how the fire exits around. When somebody providing you housekeeping, when you go to the washroom, where is the washrooms are? So they try to help you in pain. They try to direct you and guide you when you have this immediate immediate need. He'll be somebody to care about you. So what we recommend, yeah, you should be the one who would give the housekeeping. If you don't know the venue, just learn it and say the housekeeping. Housekeeping is a, it, it goes back to the unconscious mind because you are the one who cares. You are the one who wants them to be feeling comfort in their place. Housekeeping, just examples about housekeeping for uh, seminars will be washrooms around this, uh, the corner here or wherever they are. You have the fire exits around here. Um, you can do a few things which is say, don't have your phone on or make your phone on uh, silent. Uh, be careful if you play with your phone, you disturb the guy beside you. You know this particular one, it cares about the one beside you to be engaged with me. So it also gives credibility. You can say, have your, your audio, your um, um, you have notes, to take notes, whatever you want to do as, as housekeeping. Uh, at least three will be good, which should include at least one washroom and what they do with their phones. Housekeeping for um, webinar, and when we talk about webinar in detail, we'll attract, we'll say what we can say. Housekeeping for webinars will be something like, can make sure you have the right resolution for your screen. Please turn off all other programs. You are now listening to With Wael, The Ultimate Show. Make sure you are not, you, you, you don't have Explorer or you don't have internet browsing. Make sure you have your audio right. We recommend to have an audio uh, and, and a hearing aid, not a hearing aid, but uh, like a headphone or uh, uh, or something, so you can speak. Can you hear me? Okay. So this is a kind of housekeeping which will be more relevant to a webinar or a summit. Usually, the summit people will be there for some time. Um, then you have your info nuggets. After your info nugget sections, you should have your title. And inside your, after your title, you should have what we call it why you present. And I can share with you, I had my uh, personal coaches, they came to me one time and when I introduced them in these sequences and I, I had my presentation, actually I don't share with them the template, but I share with them the content coming out of this template. They come to me and say, oh, we wanna give you two recommendations, I said what? He said, you should start with your title and who you are first. I say, thank you, and I stop getting coaching from them because they don't know how to sell from the stage. The idea of having the title here and the why immediately after is to give you credibility. Why you are the one who can talk about this particular topic. People don't care about your PhDs, your MSCs, your CMCs, your whatever fellow you are from, whatever degree you have. What people care about them about this presentation will be is 
what's the current pain in the market why do I have this pain and if I have this pain who can I go for help so that's why positioning the titles within the first one third of the presentation not at the very beginning it gets people engaged and engaged more and if anybody cannot justify why you need to have a title in the front don't listen to them because these are wrong nothing wrong to say when I have my PC hook here I can have the title on it you can why not but you don't talk about it you talk about it here And why is here? Because people have been seeing you care about them through the housekeeping. You are knowledgeable on the hook and the info nuggets. And it's info nuggets with S. They should be one, three, five to seven nuggets based on how long you want to do. And I will show you in the, in the other side on the extended version or the more professional version how it can be done. And then you need to summarize the learning. So you put summary of the learning. Why summary of the learning? Because adults would like to know what they are learning. You need to get them through structure. If you cannot provide a structure, people will get lost in the details, they will lose interest. So any presentation you start to say, you have to structure them. You have to say why you are saying this information. What's the structure? So when you have the summary of the learning, which you can tell, you can say what are we learning today? Not table of contents. So in the advanced six schemes, we say you say what are we learning today because I may not stick to the content in this sequence. I may not even have a slide which reflect this content. So summary of the learning or, or what are we learning today? And then you go on the learning three, two, one. You just go reverse order. So if you have one, if you have three learning, if you have five learning, if you have seven learning, you just go in reverse order. Why reverse order? Because when you say, I will start here with learning number three, people know how many coming now. Two more. So people will not try to look at their watches to figure out how long you have to speak. Oh, you know, yeah, I'm bored, but he will not be annoyed because he knows now, oh, it's two more and I will leave if he's not your ideal client. But if he start to go to see his watch, go to look at his phone, all of these are 10 seconds spam because anybody will switch. He needs at least 10 seconds to get engaged. So you say my learning, I'll start with number three. I will now, now is number two, now is number one. My learning, number five, number four, number three, number two, number one. And this learning can be for pain or for pleasure. And 80% pain will be successful, 20% pleasure. Like when you go around and you see a presentation which sells, there are 80% presentations, the 80% of presentations sells in the market are about pain. Is only very skilled, very skilled speakers who can sell you on pleasure. Which is the pleasure is where your tool will be. You are now listening to With Wael, the Ultimate Show. So, because a pleasure is what a pleasure is, you will achieve this goal. 
the outcome. What will get you the outcome is your tool. So if you hear somebody is trying to say, I will show you what the big companies are doing and what's the process they will have. They have this process, this process, this process. Nobody will be buying from him because he was just saying, I have this, the, my tool will get you to act as a big company. But if he will come and say, big, com big, uh, big companies suffer from lack of synchronization, too many schedules, how many here have the same problem, and people will connect with him, he can show the solution. So when you see somebody trying to explain the tools, like whoever he is, life coaches, business coaches, hypnosis, diagnosis, whatever, uh, acupuncture, massage therapy, if they start to say the advantage of massage and why people need massage in their learning, these are selling for pleasure. They are not selling from the point, the pain perspective. I expect less than 20% of presentation which will sell will be driven from pleasure, pleasure, not from pain. If you start and say the challenges, the problems, the source of struggles, why you cannot make it, why you cannot survive, why you, why you have the pain, people will connect with you because they wanna know from pain perspective. Um, would you suggest um, doing visuals of, of um, the result of the pleasure while you're discussing the pain or no? We will talk about it here. But what I wanna say is 80%, like if you look at the presentation which sells for any programs, you will literally characterize like 80% of them will sell well because they are doing pain points. There is only from all the presentation which sells or all the seminar which really sells, 20% will start from the pleasure. How do I know the difference? When you sit in a presentation and see somebody is talking more about his techniques, not the pain he's solving, is talking more about the outcomes, he sells from the pleasure perspective. And this selling from pleasure perspective will not resonate with lots of people. You need to be very talented to do it. I cannot even claim myself I can do it effectively. I can always sell more on the challenges and the pain and I, can cl I, I closed up to 90% one time. Yeah, it happened a few times, you can close 90%, but I wanna guarantee 30% all the time, or 25% all the time, because I need to understand how to, to run the business in a sustainable way. So if I have 100 people in the room, I would rather guarantee 30% sign up for my program, or 30 to 60, than risk and sell below 10% because I talk about the pleasure. And I was in seminars, I was in workshops, which we seen how the market, uh, how, how they were selling it. And I can share with you, some of them actually, they have a good message, but they could not sell because they could not engage because they start to talk more about what they do their clients, not more of what their clients pain. Because you, ask, you wanna grab clients from the pain lake, moving them to the shore. If you try to get pick up clients from the shore and the clients are swimming in the pain, mm -hmm. they, you will not be able to get too many clients. And that's why I always oppose to any starting uh, individual or somebody starting in this particular business to start to talk about his business. I will show you where, when we talk about the advanced techniques, I will show you where you can talk about your solutions and how you can demonstrate effectively your solutions are working. After this pain, you should have the summary, or you can say what did 
we learn today and then you should have your offer or invitation so when you have your offer or invitation it comes after you after you summarize all what you learn why you do that because if if the room agreed that they learn something from you the room will agree that they will need to know more and you need to ask permission and we will talk about how the invitation and the offer can be structured and then you have the closure and the closure usually I will be in the back if you have any questions inside your offer I remind you you need to overcome rejections you need to structure the offer as logical offer new smaller offer coming to a bigger offer with lots of values with lots of giveaway with a guarantee statement and with urgency requirement and the guarantee statements you may, you should have three guarantees or five and remember if you cannot guarantee your results you have to guarantee the level of service you have to guarantee the responsive of your team you can guarantee money back or alternative routes uh, so if, you, if someone will come and say oh but the results will vary and this again is my integrity and all this nice interesting uh, word people are using it we say yeah you know but you have to guarantee that whatever will come to your business will be satisfied I don't know what satisfaction guarantees mean but you will make them happy you can't guarantee that anybody will send you an email you will respond in 24 hours or in 48 hours if you don't guarantee this you are not in business so when you look at the guarantees which is inside your offer don't be focused on your service consider the big business vision because the business is customers coming customers will, will get service they will be paid invoice or billed and then you will get the money customers will you are now listening to with whale the ultimate show come will have a user-friendly environment customer will come will enjoy someone will say said several times I guarantee that you'll have fun can you guarantee that whoever joined your program will have fun and enjoyment of running their business so don't get stuck on the I cannot offer guarantees guarantees is a magic word which demonstrated in the classical marketing and sale closure it will work okay now this is should be the basic structure for any presentation now when the difference between the online and the uh, the presentation we call it here is the access <coughs> to the offer so if you have a seminar live how people access your offer with a paper and pen not online screens you have a paper and pen for application for people to sign up for your offer if you are on a webinar or on an online summit how people will ask will access your offer through a website a or a link to a website or a downloadable PDF or whatever 
So these are the only differences between webinars and seminars. The message is the same. Okay? Now, I need to talk about my program and I need them to practice at least one step or see how one step will work from one program. So you can inject activities in the advanced level. So what I recommend is you should be able to put a presentation like this. And then we can work on how to make it to the level of delivery. Because this is not delivered, this will not deliver results. There's another layer we need to add. This structure is a start. You start with this structure. And then we can move to the next level. So the next level which we, ex we discussed before is you need to have here your, why you are doing, this is your personal story. And your personal story will explain how you had the same journey. And we explain before, personal story are three legs and there are potential two more to make it robust. Pain point, defining moment, I call it 3D defining moment, happy outcome, and then you say, do you agree with that? And you can say, and from that experience, I developed a system to help others. And you say, and that, does all of you here, or do you have the same pain? And if people start to knock their heads or say yes, you can realize you are inside your ultimate clients or in front of your ultimate clients. You can read your clients, by the way, to know if you are delivering or not. I know if people will sign up or not from here this level, I know whoever wants more information from this level, from the way they shake their heads. And people will come and ask me, like, so how we can deliver three days workshop? And you have a, you know that nobody's buying. I say, yeah, because I deliver them for the content sometimes. But at the very beginning of any workshop or any seminar, you can tell. Because there are a few points here you can tell how people act, how people behave, and 80% of the time you'll be right. Now, when I come on the challenges or the pain points, I should tell a customer story or a client story. And the client story can come in a form of testimonials. So it's a client story or a testimonial. What the client story should say, should describe how the customer has this particular pain. And when he came through my step-by-step -step program, he has this outcome. And you have to select the pain points to cover all of your clients' pain points. If you tell a customer story or testimonial and you are working in an area where you say, I don't have consent from my customers, I don't have consent from my customers. And I stand and I talk about actually much more than that. I'm in some line of business I do, I have limitation of confidentiality. That's I cannot even declare who are my customers. I have privileged rights. So if I have a privileged rights, that's I cannot disclose what I was told by my customers, but I don't have, I may think I have a problem. The answer is no, you have no problem. Because you can describe your customer as class of customers. 
I help the customers who has, for example, I help the customer, which is a single mom with 17 kids. Don't ask me why seven, a single mom with 17 kids, I don't know, but just pick up the example, and if you laugh, it's good. You are engaged now. A single mom with 17 kids, and she has a sleep uh, pattern problem. She cannot sleep. So she used my system, and my system maybe to put, uh, I'm making this up all the time, okay? You put drugs to get the kids to sleep well first, so she can sleep. And guess what? She, I gave her the system as a step-by-step program. You offer the kids a lunch, there is a dinner, and then you give them this hot chocolate milk, and you put the tablets in them. The kids will go to sleep, and guess what? She will have all the, time, all the quiet time for herself to sleep. And this is my program, guys. I'm not offering this program in reality, but just to give you an example. So if you have somebody who is under stress, you say, I help somebody after divorce to co-op with divorce. I help people with, to, to, to co-op with divorce. So I have this lady or this man who has so many, and you can describe in unidentifiable words. People don't know that their, their address and their name. People need to know they have the same pain. And when you describe their pain, then you describe their defining moment to come to, to use your system. And you define how your system helps them. And then you define the happy outcomes they achieve. If any of the clients in the room have the same pain, they will start to consider your solution. Okay? So, a customer story or testimonial, it has to be pain point defining moment to join your program so maybe you say they started uh, and they looked around they tried this they tried this they tried that they tried that and at the end you know what they found me by accident on the internet and they called me up and they got to my program and this particular module helps them the most so we try to talk about the, the specific steps and then you talk about how they how they they use your program and their happy outcome and you can always ask can you relate guys or do you, can you relate if the clients will or the audience will start to knock their heads up and down when you say can you relate it means they got the point okay so here where you talk about this particular customers uh, and I recommend that the top challenge or the top barrier because here I'm talking about barriers uh, challenges the number one barrier will be you why is you because when I go and focus 60,000 feet away from this presentation I want to say I know what's going on in the market I know all the pain points guys I'm providing you a, a presentation where I summarize all of these pain points. Why is me? Because I'm the one who aired these pain points and were able to solve it. And the summary of the pain points which you do have. Pain point one, two, three, or three, two. And what is the top pain point? Is you. Each one has a testimonial behind it which means I helped each one of these people with this particular pain point. Now, guess who is the one next in line? Is you are sitting in front of me. And if you are in front of me sitting in the line, 
what is the barrier between you, me and you? Is you sign up and give me your credit card number to get the benefits from me. How to sign up and get the credit card number? It's through the offer. And if you say I cannot afford it, if you say, if you say whatever, you overcome rejections inside the offer. And in exchange, I give you guarantees. I give you these bonuses. So if you focus 60,000 feet high on this particular sequence, this is what the sequence is doing. And people will, will come and say, oh, yeah, you know what? I like it, but I'm not giving enough education. There is no better education than anything to say why I cannot have a better life. There is no better education than you tell me why I have this barrier and how to overcome the barriers to be a better person. Okay? So this is the sequence. This is the offer. And we talked about what the content of the offer in the other uh, videos. Um, any questions? The number one challenge for this sequence is when you try to practice your presentation, you practice it in front of your family, in front of your friends who have no, no idea about these sequences. So when you start to speak, they will look at their problems. And what is the problems of your family? Or anybody on the street, not a speaker, not a coach, not a personal uh, massage therapy, whatever. What's their problem? The problem is they don't know how to face the public. People ha believe they have, they will not be successful presenting in front of others. So if I look at your presentation and they have this fear in me, I will try to evaluate your presentation not from selling perspective. I will present. I will understand it from how you will overcome the fear by telling all of us and speaking in front of us and giving us content, which is not what gets this presentation to sell. That's why I always recommend if you want to have this particular sequences, if you want to mastermind it, if you want to be the, the guru of it, it takes about maybe three to six weeks of different versions till you feel comfort. And you should join a program. You cannot just do it on your own because people out there will not know. One more thing on the adv advanced side. So where is the customization to the clients? We always hear you need to talk to your clients. You need to mm -hmm. know the demographic of your clients in the room and then you need to talk to them. Where this can happen? In the personal stories and in the yes. testimonials, right? Info nuggets. And after each of the info nuggets, you still need to have, we recommend to have a story if you have a time. So every, every nugget you say, <coughs> you should have a story. People will resonate with the story. These stories, and the customers will be the customization or the personalization to your clients. So if I go teach my program and I want to give the introduction to parents of kids in school, my programs, my, my information here will be about my clients <coughs> who were parents of the kids. <coughs> and when I talk to these particular parents, this is what happened. If I'm giving this presentation in front of high school students, my stories will be about what? High school, high school students, not the parent of the high school students. If I give my presentation to management consultant organization or association, or I have my, I, or I know who are engineers in the room, so I will, I will talk about engineering problems. If my story is about, I have medical doctors in the room more, I will, I will give, pick up examples. So <clears throat> it's always one story to sell, 
but it's not always one version of the story. You must have in your back pocket versions of different testimonial, different stories which match <coughs> the majority of your clients. If you do a public seminar, usually we come and ask, okay, who, who is here? How many of you here are small business owner? Who, uh, who is here is entrepreneur? Somebody say, oh, but it's the same. I said, no, they're not the same. They may be the same for you, but your clients, they don't see them as the same. The clients are very interesting. They don't see small business owner as entrepreneurs, as a startup companies. And to be honest with you, a startup company is what? It's a small business, less than 50 employees, making less than a 5 million or a million, whatever tax definition is, and they started within either six months or two years based on your definition. So if you say whoever here is SME or small, small medium enterprise, you'll find small business owner will not, will not raise their hands because they are not enterprise. They are small business owners. So what's the difference between small business owner and SME? Tax definition. Tax definition define SME. Small, medium enterprise. But we in the public see we are small business owners. And I would like you to try this. Just stand in front of your crowd and say, whoever here entrepreneur and whoever here <coughs> solopreneur and whoever here small, small business owner and whoever here is SME. And you'll be surprised that not all the hands will be raised. Because a solopreneur, he is all of the others. So you'll be shocked how, so when you come and try to classify your clients, you, you should try to speak their language, not your language. The more you can block these stories with their language, the more of what? The more you resonate with them. Okay? Any questions? Yes. Uh, so what's the difference between the info nuggets and then the summary of the learning? Because aren't all stories overlap or would it be double? Summary of the learning is what, what we are learning, what we'll learn in the future. Mm -hmm. Info nuggets, it's about the, the, the big pain point in the market. So info nuggets, like for example, entrepreneurs are struggled uh, for example, uh, 500 plus business uh, shut down on a monthly basis in Calgary because of the oil and gas. And the businesses are not, uh, it doesn't have to be in this way because you as a business owner, you have the most important part of the business, which is the operational manuals. But you need just the guidance to shift your business to be able to maneuver with how the market is difficult and reposition yourself. And all what can offer you here as a business coach would be this particular service. So when you talk about this particular info nuggets, you understand. People will see, yeah, you understand the market. You understand what are the info nuggets. So for a life coach, and I don't want to articulate here all the info nuggets because I, I was told by so many of my clients that, you know what, because the magic of this particular sequence, you can literally sell anything. I say, yeah, I can sell anything. And you know what? I have, a, I have a, a friend of mine who became my client for some time. After uh, maybe a couple of years, he came and he has a business and he came to me as a personal one-on-one uh, -on -one client. And he told, he, he told me like when he went to work as a, as a, a salesman in a, car, in a car dealership, they took him for three weeks of sales training. They gave him all the scripts. The issues we have as a life coach, business, personal coaches, business coaches, whatever, we have no such education. Nobody will come and tell you, let me teach you for three weeks how can you sell. Let me show you the scripts to overcome rejections. 
apparently salesmen if they go to big firms and big corporations and when he was looking for this particular car salesman job he was told by the small uh, stores by small dealers you should go to one of the bigger firms to be able to, le to learn how to sell cars so the small dealerships the personal the private dealerships usually don't hire a salesman for cars he did not have experience in the in the big brand companies because they do have a formal education and they said also he told me also that some of them are very sophisticated like the big german brands i'm not here to make marketing for them they will have a more formal education which can take up to six months just to tell you how to sell a car and how to overcome rejections how to follow up how to provide a superior customer service the issues we have as a subject matters we don't know that and we didn't learn it we don't want to learn it and people don't want to practice it and try it. And they come and say, oh, I'm a business coach and I teach people how to sell their products. But you've never been in a business of how to sell a business coach services. And that's why you need to have coaching. So when you talk about information nuggets, you talk about how is the market? How are people in the market? What's the percentage of people having this pain? You need to get your client to feel that they are not alone. You are now listening to With Wael, The Ultimate Show. This can be stats, can be shocking news, but the whole thing you want to say here is, we know these pain points exist. It's why it's there. I was able to get you through the pain points. I have these clients who I was helped. So I understand your problem. You are not no much different than anybody else because each one of us believes that the problem is what? It's so personalized to us. So when you believe that the problem is yours, how, the, how, how will, you, will you seek help? So these info nuggets are positioned to be able to get an acceptance that their problems are similar. So your story might be a little bit shorter. Client, yeah. she came in with this problem. Here's the solution, or not even a client, Here was you can, the outcome. or not even a client. Oh, you, you, in general, so I, you have, can, I get a lot of my clients, men come in, they're hangry, yeah. and yeah. once they understand where that anger comes from, they're able to release it, let it go, yeah. and then we can go deeper yeah. into a story and then and summary. So, stories will sell. I agree with this concept, yeah. but the stories will sell in the right sequence. Okay. Your story and your pain will sell. I agree with this concept, but what I don't teach you in these different programs is what is the sequence to get my story to sell. One more concept we talk about it early, which is how you make the room understand that you are coming with the offer. <coughs> Why do I need to do that? Seeding. They called seeding your offer. Why do I need the room to understand that there is an offer? The end, you offer it. Not only they got shocked at the end. They have to be hungry waiting for you that you will be saying something more. So when you come here and ask them for invitation, do you want to learn more? People will resonate, yes. Why they say yes? Because you see it here an offer. So people understand that there's something here that you know. How you see the offer? By saying implicitly, because if you say, 
Oh, and at the end, I will have an offer for you guys. People will not buy. People will shut down here. You have no linkages with them. If you say, it, because I, I heard it, so many business coaches, they say, you should, you should tell them, and if you stuck around, if you stay around here, guys, I have a, an offer for you. If you say this, I will shut down. You are here to sell me, so you promise me, imagine that. I promise you to come for my seminar or my webinar to learn, exclusively learn. And in the first 10 seconds, five minutes, whatever number of the time will go by, what you say? If you stuck around, I will have an offer for you at the end. What did he say about you? That's you lied in your marketing about it's a pure educational material. You, lie, you, have, you are out of integrity because the immediate thing you said, I have an offer. You don't say I have an offer. What I don't like are those guys that say, okay, we're going to set up a one-on-one um this called enrollment like if you yeah, want to but they say that they're going to help you get started on implementing your plan and all they want to do is get you started on their program yes so if you want to get learning here one one thing i want to say here so uh, sorry before i get into the point so let me just close what the, the, the point i want to say here so when you talk about seeding an offer here seeding an offer by implicit means by showing them you have a system and you have a client so if somebody is educating me and he has a system he has a client he has a testimonial what the heck he has business he has a business he has some but some way to get subscriber to his business it's so obvious so when you see it here and you come after the learning and they did not learn about your business and you ask them would you allow me to share you? Did you learn today new material? Or by show of hand, who here learned something new today? Who here have amazing experience and they learned lots of stuff? Are this information helpful for you guys? Are, is the information helping, for, uh, helping you guys is much more safer because if somebody expert in the room, what will happen? If somebody expert in the room, this guy will know that this information is old. But the information will be helpful because you repeated the information again. You encapsulate them. You give them your own voice, your own DNA, your own accent, your own, your own stand to it. So because of that, this information are helpful. So if the information is helpful, what you do? You want more. So now they know you have seeded something. They are hiding something. So when you say, do you, do you want to learn more? Or do you want to learn how to join such an amazing experience? Or do you want to know how you, are, you can overcome your barrier? What the, what the immediate answer will be? Yes, yes please. Yes. And they will beg you, please. So when you say this here, you get their acceptance. To what? To be sold. You get their acceptance to be sold. Yes? I apologize, but I sort of missed it there. Um, what would you suggest in how to do that earlier on? I know it's called seeding, but I didn't hear okay. the suggestion. When you tell your story or your client's story, 
when you come here and say, and I developed a system for you, or I help, I developed a system to help others, Okay. Or I found a technique, and you always say it's a step-by-step -step programs, or it's a um, sequence. Three-step technique. People buy. People uh, usually buy steps systems. They sometimes they buy methodologies. Easy to implement. Short term to get results. When you use these particular words. When you show here your clients coming in and having benefits, it means what? You have a service. You have a service, man. So you finish without telling me about the service. And now we say, do you want to know more? What do I expect to listen from you? What I will hear? I will hear your service. I will hear your service. So now I'm open to listen about your service. So even when you do this and they will not buy, they will not go around and say, you are a salesy man. Okay? Huh? So I don't want to be that. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go around. Like, if you go to the testimonials on Win Your Brand, you will see that there are people saying, we are not selling them enough. Lots of information and the sales will come as commercial. I think this is a statement he used. <coughs> And this is a guy, very uh, a sales guru. And he went to so many of these sales presentations. So for him to give this particular uh, information, uh, a testimonial about my, about my presentation, and I use the same, I didn't do much. If you understand here how much you are selling, the reality of it, you are selling here, 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 here. You are selling 90%. 90% of the content here are selling your service. But you are not selling it from the perception of explicit sale. It's information sale. So when I have a sales guru, or guy who attends so many network marketing, he himself runs so many of these businesses, and he send and say the sales was just a commercial in between, because he only accept and characterize that this is the only part to sell. And what I always send and say, I have an accent. My English is not my first language. And I can do it. So if you don't have an accent, you should be able to do it. Much better than me. So the last point I want to remind you, at the very beginning, there is no thanks to the host. There is no apology. We don't affirm the obvious. Don't affirm the obvious. Don't, don't say, yeah, don't say, the room is crowded. Don't say it's shiny outside. Wow, don't, say the, don't say the don't say the the basketball game is going on right now, guys, and we are here to see because remember, remember, I always say you have to visualize that the audience head is like that, and the brain is open for you. To pour your knowledge and your experience here. That's why when you go stand, you have to give the moment of silence and make eye contact. If you see a speaker will stand and rush to his presentation, he's not professional. He did not invest in himself to learn how to engage. Anybody will need a minimum of 10 seconds to be aware of the surrounding.
So if I come to the stage, especially for the very first times, guys, you'll be so anxious, so whatever, so worried because this is the first practice. You stand up and you just anchor yourself to the ground, keep your shoulders up and make eye contact with each one. Let them wonder, what are you saying? Let them have a chance to break their, their heads, put aside waiting it for you to pour your knowledge. That's why I always say it in this way. The more you laugh at this particular example, the better because you will always remember it. So, because I know naturally we are stressed, we are tensioned. It's my first one. Oh, the crowd, you know, I went from 100 audience to, to 500, man. And believe me, when I did my first one, it was in 3,000 individuals, my very first one. I could not even get words coming out of my mouth. I was young, I was just first year in my career, standing there trying to talk. There were so many, I was looking at the floor all the time. I could not make it. It's natural. It's very natural behavior. To get to overcome and be professional, is, it takes time. So you just go anchor yourself, and these people now are waiting to listen to you. The very first things will be what? Your expertise your knowledge about the market, the shocking news. And then the housekeeping. And then your info nuggets. And then your title. And then why you can do it. Summary of what they learned today. Summary, down, you, you count reverse wise. Five, three, two, one, three, two, one, whatever. Summary of what they learned. Do you wanna learn more? So here we can say it. Get permission. You give them your offer and you have the closure. That's it. You don't, and what the closure is, if you have any questions, I will be by the door, come ask me. And you move your feet from the stage. Or you shut down your seminar. So, different between seminars and webinars is your housekeeping are different. Your access to offer is different. In seminars, we recommend that you start the seminar five. So before the before the webinar, before the webinar, you should be there five minutes at least. In the webinar, we recommend to have your life for one or two minutes. And then tell them, you know, I will go and I have to I get you to focus on the PowerPoint presentation. There are other schools who say you should be on the webinar all the time. Believe me, if you somebody moving in front of you on the webinar, it's so distracting. Uh, your, back, your background in the webinar is very similar to your background <laughs> in the stage. So on the stage, you need to bring your credibility stuff, your books, your... Uh, uh, if you have uh, roll-ups, if you have few things, you should bring them. But if you have a webinar, you can put one photo of your credibility. You can have, you may have music or no music based on if you have license for it or not. And you can share a uh, few things if you like. But I, I recommend to sh close the video camera because you need to be at your comfort. You need to get in your... Usually in the webinars we have like underwears and jackets and suits up 
but the bottom can be underwear because I'm sitting there, okay? Nobody can see anyway. <laughs> so also on webinars, sometimes you have your, 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 when you do it at home in particular, you can have your kids, you can have somebody coming by. You don't want to get them to be more invasive to your life. Um, I recommend also on a webinar, like a <coughs> seminar, to have somebody introducing you. So if you have a friend. Or even an automation recording maybe. Maybe, maybe you can get somebody who can introduce you and you can play it uh, uh, just recording. Nobody will know. If you use automated webinars, you can record the whole thing and you can see it and then you just play it. But the, po the point I want to say is on webinar and seminar, if you use PowerPoint presentation, it's just one sentence. You don't put all the bullets together. Because the minute you put from in front of me three to five lines, you start to talk about the first one. Imagine where my brain will be reading the rest of the presentations it bugs me like everybody when we will do workshops and you have people working on a specific question somebody will be flipping over the pages we ran workshops before where 55 uh, workbook pages will be given 25 times because every time we give one page because we don't want people to sneak in the front because what if somebody's going to the front uh, uh, to the next steps what he's doing he's distracting himself and distracting the surrounding. So if you plan to have a webinar with a PowerPoint presentation, what do you do? You should have one sentence. One sentence. I only do the five together on one slide is when I talk about different benefits for my program where I will not speak on each benefit. I will talk about the five together. Understand what I'm saying? So if you have a five benefits of a program, for example, or three benefits, and you say, and here's the benefit of my program, and you put the three, and then you start to talk about the benefits in general, not the specific ones. So you don't say it will, ha you don't read, you don't talk to specific one, you talk about them in general, on the three together, it will help you having people there looking at it. But when you try to get them engaged in the info nuggets and engaged in your pain points, you should have one. You can and we recommend to have photos. We recommend to have photos of your kids. So if you have photos of your kids here or your pets, these photos will help making a personal connection. You are now listening to With Wael, The Ultimate Show. So, because people like to know who they are buying from. If you try to demonstrate how wealthy you are, you can have your photos of your house or your neighbor house, or you know what? You just to go around the most expensive parts of the city and, and take photos of houses and show you and show these houses in the city you are living in. I had a guy like that. I had a guy from... Uh, Wisconsin and he didn't have he didn't live in a very fancy house but he go and say I live in the city where these mansions exist I live next to these guys can you imagine how I can afford living next to them and nobody knows he's living in the trailer at the time because he was starting and this is his dream he said with very high integrity I live he didn't say in a trailer next to those houses. 
I live next to this house. These are my neighbor. This is what my kids go to the school. Do you want to be in this position? Everybody will say what? Yes. But if I want to tell you, I, you will live in a trailer in Wisconsin. Would you like to live there? No? no. A tiny home. A tiny home. <laughs> so, any questions? This time I got it right that uh, the summary of the learning is the header of what follows, right? And yes. not of what was before. Yep. And if you look at the different principles, because I'm trying to map to you this sequence, and I'm trying also to put everybody else in the market what they say. So they talk about pattern of interrupt. This is stories, this uh, summary of learning are patterns to interrupt. You are interrupt your clients by showing them completely different because you are telling stories here. Now you are telling them the learning of what you do or the summary of what you do okay so do you interrupt before the summary no no the summary itself is a pattern of interrupt okay. because it comes as a question and today this what are we learning and you 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 articulate the learns like you come in imagine i'm coming here say hi i don't even say hi say do you know that 90 95 percent of people like to get their ex back? Do you know that the divorce rate is that much? The single rate is that much? A divorced lady will get, or a man will get that, that long to get back in life again? I'm, I'm here to talk about how to get your ex back for a better life. Why I am, I did not get my ex back, but just an example. And I will teach you today the problem of having your ex, how to avoid your ex, and why you can you don't ever never in your life want your ex back okay and number three challenge to get your ex is she is a different person it's not you you cannot control a, second, a different person number two is you don't take actions on a system and number one the problem of getting your ex is you because she doesn't like you so now we can offer you do you, do you like to know more how to solve this problem they will say yes so now i'm offering you a program to change you to be more attractive to your ex Believe me, this seminar and this particular niche will sell as crazy in this city. And everybody around the room, they say, we don't want to get our ex back. But all the tests we did around this particular niche, it, it seems it might be a very good niche. So when you say, here is what are we learning, people say, oh, so what did we learn before? Is there more coming? So these are always buttons of interrupt when you say it like that. If the customer will lose or have a, a short spam and they will lose why they are here, they will lose the details, guess what will happen here? You tell them number three challenge, number two challenge, number, number one is challenge. You are putting them on tracks. These numbers are, are, are a pattern of interrupt, inter, interrupt. Pattern of interrupt it does not have to be high five. It does not have to be activity. It does not have to be challenges. Because if you have 20 minutes, you have no way to get too much pattern uh, of interrupt. Energy in the room is a great word, but what does it mean? Distraction. <laughs> it means what? Less focus. Right? It can be less focus, 
But energy in the room means people are not sleepy, people are engaged. So if you want to engage your clients with activity, is great. But guess what? When you do activities and you are not professional at it, what will happen? It will go off control. Like we had activities before and what happened? People will keep talking about the activities for more f five more minutes. So these are the mapping of everything because there are so many programs out there are trying to sell you this outskirt and they forgot one thing is how to engage the clients. So you can you need to have your personal story. They will buy your story. If they buy your story, they agree on your system, they want to try it out. Okay? Any more questions? Yeah, you did answer it. Um, I have one question. Where would you, is there a place within either the webinar or the um, seminar where you would not, because we were talking about pain points there and I asked about the visuals and you went back to the visuals being up at the top. Or no, no, you can, have visual in, there, you can have visual in all of them. But w is, there, is there any advantage or disadvantage to, if I'm speaking to the pain, yet I give a visual of pleasure, would that not, to me, anchor it subconsciously? Uh, no. Uh, no. If you talk on pain, you give visualization for the pain. When I d so don't give visualization of the opposite of the pain. If you talk about pleasure, you give you give visualization okay, of pleasure. Now, the thing is, a photo. When I did the multimedia back 1992 and I did video technology 1992, we know that an image worth 1,000 words. A single photo or an image worth 1,000 words. And we are visual by nature. Like in my, in my short course, when I tell you how you remember the sequence, I will tell you how to remember the sequence by drawing an image in your brain or your unconscious mind. And this image will allow you to re remember the sequence. So we, by nature, are more linked to images and photos and the graphics. So using graphics is more engaging. Getting images are more engaging. On the other hand, if you put the image too long, what the image will bring? Memories. If you put in front of me an image of a dad with a kid, and I, I have issues with my kids, I'm not, I'm not seeing them, I had an accident with my kid yesterday, I had a disagreement, my teenagers are not uh, in line with my instructions, and you put an image with a kid. And I look at it too long. What this will trigger in my brain? Disengagement to that. It will trigger so memories. So the memories will get me off the track. Disengaged. So I will be disengaged from you. So having images are very important, but you also need to have images which is not disengaging for so long. And, 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 and. Yeah, great. Not images which is commonly used from stock. Because when I see an image, which is I saw in a different presentation. What this tells me, you are similar to my experience in the, per in the, other, in the other presentation. And why I am here now to buy your program? Because I did not buy program from the other presentation. So why I did not buy from the other presentation? Because I did not like it. So if you have an image, like a box with a gift, or something which is anybody else is using in the market, and it happened, 
what this will do to me. It will bring with me all experience I have with the other guys. So if I have the feeling that the other guys are too salesy, what this tells me about your presentation? It's a salesy presentation. So I recommend, I love to have images. I love to have vo videos. But you have to understand this particular balance. Images are good if they don't get the, the clients or the potential clients to engage too much in the presentation. It does not bring them memory. So when you give them images, you need to be quick. You don't put an image and talk about it for 30 seconds or a minute. Because they will just say, oh, you know what? You give, you remember the, Madison, the Wisconsin presentation, that's right? The guy was living in a, in an RV. In, in, <laughs> and, uh, and he lives in this very expensive neighborhood. So if you put a very expensive house, what kind of memory you will get? Oh, you know what? I like to have this house. I love to have it. Or I was before in one of them. So... This particular memory in the advanced level of giving these sequences, you can use. Because you can tell the audience, you know what guys, imagine you are, you own this particular house. You are rich enough to have this house. Can you go inside the house and see what's in there? And you can use it for their engagement. This is another use of the images. So images are great. Avoid as much as you can of stock images. If you've got stock images, personalize them. Add your logo on them. Like even if you have the gift box, put your logo there on the gift box. Super impose it. Mm -hmm. Get a PNG file if you don't understand what's PNG. Mm -hmm. Sorry, did you say gift box? Yeah, if you, have a, if you have a gift box with a red ribbon. Oh, my gift box with a red ribbon. I'm not talking about yours. <laughs> if you have a gift box, because everybody's using it. So if everybody's using it and you use it, oh yeah, these guys came from this salesy group. But if you have it and you personalize it by your logo on it, you smash it, you do something to it, or you write the word gift. One more thing we did not mention here, which has come into the, uh, the advanced level, is you, you always can talk about a gift. You can always say here, after the title, you can say, I have a gift for whoever will stay till the end. Or the bonus? No, the bonus will come as part of the offer. But whoever has a gift, I have a gift which has a value of dollars. Okay? I can tell you, I ran 50-some, uh, now 50-some seminars. I always talk about this gift, and it's my mistake. No, I'm not doing it by mistake. I'm doing it to test something in particular. How many people will come here and ask for the gift at the end? I can disclose with you guys that the gift I have and the URL I have is not even live on our website, which is a mistake we have. But we're always waiting for seeing if somebody will access it and if somebody will come to ask for the gift. Because people at the end, there are two uh, things. Either they will walk away from your program, they don't want to know any more about you, or they are buying your program. Okay, yeah, yes. I, I just wanted to say something about the gift is, I've had people ask for the gift and not register or not sign up or not ask for anything more, but then you still have the opportunity in that email to put your information below yeah. and any upcoming pieces, just so they know there is another webinar coming up, especially if it's a different content. So 
I have helped a couple of people that way. That's good. But what I'm saying is our practice on the gifts is people will stay and usually they will not uh, come for the gift. They, they are not coming for the gift. So um, one, one thing about the offer, which is, was mentioned before, you have to be clear what's the outcome here. Well, the outcome will be one-on-one -on -one, uh, strategy session or, or uh, interview for uh, engagement. This they call it enrollment. This is not selling from the stage. If I come and say, I will sell you a one-on-one -on -one strategy session for 300 bucks or whatever, or I will sit with you for a strategy session, this is called enrollment. This is not selling from the stage. It's very dangerous and I don't like it. You cannot, people will say, I, can, I have to enroll because I'm selling a, a $50,000 program. On the other hand, I'll tell you no. There are people selling $50,000 programs from the stage. So you don't need to have an enrollment program, but if you have your mind set up on enrollment because you are doing it one-on-one, -on -one, you want to have a discovery session or a strategy session, it's your choice. So what you have on your form is you will have another two, three hours. What we do here is we sell product, which is the mass market will come and sign for it. So you don't need to have the one-on-one. -on -one. So it's up to you. At the end of the day, your VIB may have a one-on-one -on -one with you for 20 minutes or half an hour to buy your, pre your premium package. So the effort may be, some argument to say the effort is there. But I, I, I'm not advocate for the one-on-one. -on -one because I, I, I don't know, I just, I don't see it uh, working as strategy sessions. I, I see that you limit yourself your own 40 hours or 80 hours you want to work on this business remember the big the big the main challenge for us here is to get enough clients so we don't need to work 52 weeks a year we should work 20 to 30 years only a year and the programs are online and selling themselves when we will talk about this offer this offer also should have like an online component with immediate access online videos and uh, there are more to this but as I said, the minimum you need to run right now is the red minimum. And then the second version of your presentation, you will try to plug more stories. And once someone will come and say, so how many stories do I need? You'll need maybe 20 to 30 stories. And you can use five to seven per presentation. But based on who are your audience, who are the demographic of your audience, you massage the story. So it means that the presentations here need to be more of <coughs> neutral. So you don't use words here which will get into this particular uh, market. The words need to be more global. So if you, you can do it in front of accountant, in front of bookkeeper, in front of... Uh, Auditor in front of uh, CMA, CG, C, uh, GS, GCA, or whatever they are. And the wording behind it is the wording which will tear to their need. Okay? Any more questions? Yes? Uh, I'm getting the feeling that this is kind of like a, the seminar, right? Um, and then the advanced uh, would be something that would uh, be a full day seminar or? It will be how to, the advance 
is how to tune how to tune this content to be more effective more efficient selling okay. and we will do after we, we we will do in the next session which will not be recorded because I, I will have a permission from someone I will play here a full webinar and I will stop at specific areas and I will show you what kind of words need to be used work we avoid when we talk about the problems the problems are not simple are not small problems the problems are huge but if you use my system you will have a simple solution for it because my system will simplify the solution stuff which we always hear oh but I have this other system which work in this area but I'm not talking about it now if you tell me you're not talking about it now why you are hiding it from me so there are some words which is you create for you the doubt in the customer's brain and I'm not as I'm telling you I, English for me is my third <laughs> language so I'm not that much picky I'm not the word dismisser guy but I know that there are some words which will be triggering a, a, a resistance or a screen between you and your audience so that's why I say like the red ones for the for the for the guys who are in trying starting to sell on the stage or or want to engage three or more you need you should do I recommend you to do the red ones and you do one and you try it every time you want to get to a more professional one a higher efficient one you should try now do the stories and then you can do the extra tweaking and the whole point is that people will buy from who people will buy from somebody they will connect by heart so this stuff has to come flawless from your mouth like if you notice here I did not I, did, I don't have notes I don't have notes in the room I can stand and I can speak this stuff because I can speak this stuff because they are in my heart I know them I've been practicing more than enough to be able to stand and say this is a sequence and you have 90% or more or whatever I should have in my notes but I have no notes are you connecting with me now why because I'm speaking from my heart so you need to reach this stage you need the stage which is you know what I don't need to have notes I can go and I can talk I can speak I'm confident if I do mistake if I forgot a piece it doesn't matter I forgot one thing I came back I said oh you have the gift here I forgot it I, 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 I declare I forgot this one did it bothers you did you notice why because I'm a confident 90% and yeah when I look at oh, I remember one so you have to reach this stage so what I recommend is when you have the first version second version go out and start to give it deliver it the more you deliver, deliver it without expectation of having too many sign up, and you might be surprised because when we give, when we start with every program, usually they have lots of lots of signups than they expected with the very first version. And keep doing it, keep doing it, three, four weeks, six weeks maximum. If you do it once a week, it will come from your, it will come from your heart. You will not need notes to read from because you now it become part of you okay
So I will, I will close now and uh, we will be able to go on the next session, which is, will be the uh, evaluation of a presentation. Thank you for listening to With Wael, The Ultimate Show.